On behalf of the NHL, I want to tell you how thrilled we are to return to the state of hockey. It's obvious we never should have left. Minnesota, welcome back to the NHL. In the state of hockey, we skate the frozen ponds. We live the game. Welcome from the state of Minnesota, the state of hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's attendance is 18,815. Our 27th consecutive sellout. Wildwood winning the faceoff here. Here's Spurgeon going to work. Right circle. He scores! Spurgeon scores! Takes a look. Here comes Dumba. Back Dumba off the bench. In front. Scores! And Dumba has won it for the Wild. Hit by Spurgeon. Up comes back the other way. Fiala's in for Minnesota. Fiala puts to the middle. Wait, score! You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. Presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast. My name is Dev, and with me, as always, is my absent-mindedly attractive co-host, Zooch. And joining us, as he has a few times before, and now formally, as the third official co-host of the Wild Takes Podcast, is the abnormally attractive Kid Jen. (laughs) Gentlemen... How are you tonight? Well, stick taps for the new co-host, obviously, and Amen. we're doing uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. Free agency's up and running. Uh, kind of get an idea of where this team's going to go a little bit. Yeah, it seems they're looking to the future more <laughs> than you know more than we initially had thought going into this offseason. But I'm all for it. So Amen, brother. Get into it, Jenner. How are you, buddy? Sipping on a vodka crayon, ready to fucking go. Got the fidget the ju- spinner going. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Fidget spinner, too. I forget that's in the camera there. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah no. everything is going good. Ready to get into it. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, it's been it's been a hot second uh, since the, the last episode of the Wild Takes podcast. Since we last uh, joined your ear holes, there's been an expansion draft, and there has also been a regular draft, and there has also been free agency. Um, so I guess we'll just open it up real quick. How, how do you guys think that the wilds off season has gone, uh, thus far? I'll let Jen start this one off. Cool. Cool. Uh, they got some defense. They got a forward, um, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no big splashes or anything, but, uh, I don't think anyone really expected that. I mean, you know, as much as I would have liked to see them maybe go out and get a, you know, middle six center or something just to kind of put in between guys, maybe like a Wenberg or, you know, maybe trade you're, you're for telling me that right uh, now. Freddie Goudreau is, is not a middle six guy. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him. Yeah. All I've seen of Goudreau is uh, he, w- he was pretty damn good in the playoffs for Nashville one year. I think that was when they were making their run. But I just remember hearing that guy's name all the time. And I was like, did they seriously trade for Johnny Goodrow? Like what, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it fucked me up too. Cause I was in the same boat. Yeah. I was like, that's not Johnny ham and cheese. 
Because I'm pretty sure he's like kind of a little bit darker skin too, right? Like kind of has like the same pigment. I could be completely wrong there. No, no, no. He's he's definitely he definitely looks different when he's out there. Are, yeah. uh, so I don't actually know this. Are they related? No, there's no chance. No, I, I, don't, I feel don't like we would have heard more stories well, about Because like him. they don't look related at all. No. But at the same time, Fred, Goudreau is Freddy's... not a super common last name. So right. I figured it was I feel like Freddie's Canadian as hell. I think he's has like asterisks in the Frederick or whatever, <laughs> you know, the Montreal guys do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was interesting for sure. Um, I really enjoyed what they did in the draft. I, I don't know if we'll touch on that later or not, but yeah, we sure will. Uh, it's interesting. So uh, what's your take on it? Big Zooch. Uh, I mean, I really like the expansion draft. I think losing Kakinen, even though I, I wasn't hating. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What? I'll let you finish, but like, uh, you you do know that we didn't lose CAC, right? I'm glad we didn't lose CAC. Okay. Losing Susie (laughs) is much better than losing Kakinen because you got the the goalie of the future there. Even though I think he's tailed off in both of his appearances with the Wild, you know, not full time, obviously, but. He's gotten declined as the season went on, and that's, you know, people figuring him out. He needs more time up here. But that's the only time he's going to get more time up here is, you know, being a backup for the Wild. So I'm definitely happy that we got to keep him aboard. Yeah. And losing Susie kind of sucks, but when you sign all these bottom six, you know, defensemen we have, would we sign three of them? I think it was John Merrill. Um, who's the other Goligoski. Guy? What's it? What's the what's the other guy's name? Kulikov. Yeah, Kulikov. Kul- Dimitri Kulikov, which is great. You know, Ryan it's always Murray. good to have an extra Russian. Um, well, I, yeah. I wanted him too, and then he goes to fucking. I know. Colorado. I wanted Ryan Murray so <laughs> fucking bad, so bad. I was like, oh, okay, he'd be solid. Slide him into the bottom six. His analytics were solid, and yeah. everything else about him. I mean, he played, but for the Devils. So I mean, it is what it is. There, <laughs> not really much going on in New Jersey right now, but. Um, well, New Jersey, it's New been, Jersey went been, on a spending spree, man. They got fucking Dougie Hamilton. They, well, uh, yeah, I'm talking in the past when they were, you know, obviously they regrouped a little bit this year, but well, they got, um, yeah, they got two thirds of the Hughes brothers Voltron. Yeah, Dougie cool Hamilton draft nugget there. Yeah, that's kind of cool seeing yeah. that. There, there's a world. In I don't which know. New it's, Jersey it's, is decent next year. Yeah. There's a world. I don't know if it's ours, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't see them being very good, but who knows? I've been surprised before. We can't really predict the next season until you see these guys get on the ice. They're new. 100%. 100% agree. And you know, uh, that's why it's been underwhelming for the wild, but that's why I'm not like, I'm not mad. (laughs) It's, it is what they got. They, they got defensemen, which they needed to get. They got another, you know, question mark center in Goudreau. Who knows? Maybe they put him with Fiala again and they light it up together. I mean, yeah, he was like, like Jen said, he had that run in Nashville and last year in the playoffs, he wasn't bad either. He had that snipe game one. Like, I mean, yeah, he was good for Pittsburgh too. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, 10 points in 19 games. I mean, that's nothing. It's, it's not bad at all. I mean, I would no. take that if he's in a bottom six role. Yeah. But and yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely kind of looking fine, like fine he's going to be, it's definitely looking like he's going to basically be a better Marcus Johansson. Yeah. Right. He's going to be, he's going to be what we thought Marcus Johansson was going to be last year. 
that's right. that's what appears to be the case in like you know he can he can play with your top six guys and he won't fuck them up um right. but if you put him in a limited role he's not going to hurt you no and that's, he's a little that, bit more durable than johansson too um, yeah yeah i mean he's a little bit more gritty gritty is probably a better word because like i always hate to shit on guys that like you know fucking mojo shattered his leg right yeah against the crossbar <laughs> yeah. and that's just a freak accident you can't really that's He's not had anything concussion issues too though yeah yeah so like i always hate to shit on guys for being quote-unquote injury prone but at the same time you're right like uh you know freddie so like obviously you know johnny goudreau was always johnny ham and cheese so like is are we just gonna call him freddie ham and cheese right off the right off the get-go i mean might have to I don't yeah. know. I think he deserves his own uh his own nickname. So yeah. His own, his, he'll his be own he'll be like the Freddy Cubano. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> or a Chibata or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Freddy Chibata rule. Chibata yeah. salami. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll have we'll, to look into that. We'll brainstorm some sandwiches and uh oh. and maybe that'll be a well, maybe that's a blog idea. We'll just come up with what are the best <laughs> uh the best sandwiches that go with Freddy need to come up with new running bits because uh you know benino obviously leaving us yeah going to the sharks so let's, now we don't have that beautiful benino bit anymore let's yeah. take a moment of silence to uh to remember the benino bit truly all right truly <laughs> a thing that's going to be missed i'm i'm a little bit mad because <laughs> i uh I had told boss man and, and and wags and and you know some of the other 10k guys like i was like hey like i uh i want to get a benito shirt and i want to get the uh a Kirill the thrill shirt um you know like let me you know i'll order one and he was like well let's just wait till the off season and see what we have left over and we'll just kind of send it over to you and um so so yeah so the day literally the day that benito signed with the san jose sharks in my <laughs> mail i got a benito 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 tank oh shirt and then also a uh a shirt from our lovely partners at soda stick uh for the uh the dollar bill Carrillo uh shirt so yeah, i was like uh, man talk about bad timing <laughs> wags wags kept that one just for you too that mm-hmm. was uh, during yeah. the olympics and he's like no this one's for dev you can't have this one no that's well, true i did i did call dibs on that shirts dude it was a fucking free-for-all at that wild watch party dude the box had like some other dude shirt in it <laughs> like he just took his shirt off and was like fuck it dude people were stealing those shirts grabbing them i don't know if anyone paid anybody for them but they're just snatching shirts out of that box. definitely didn't pay for them i'm certain of yeah. it i'll bet a million dollars was that at that outdoor watch party yeah, yeah dude at, at the brewery yeah that'll be a th- we'll uh We'll have to do another one of those this next upcoming year. That was most definitely. Well, we really should do event. too. Well, we should do too because um, I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast before. I'm actually going to be in Minnesota for a wild game this year. Oh hell and yeah! That wild game is going to be the Winter Classic, so we'll have to figure no something way. out. No way! Oh yeah. You going I, to the game, or are you just in town? As of right now, the plan is to go to the game. However. Okay. Tickets are not on sale yet, and right, right. I have not guaranteed myself tickets. So we will see. Yeah, tickets are about to be an arm and a leg. <laughs> tickets are going to be very, very, very expensive. I'm fully yeah. aware of this. 
and uh, and that's fine. And I, I that was I, a hell I, of a job holding in that burp. Thank you, thank you. I, <laughs> I do my best. I am a fucking professional. Okay, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. So, you bought yourself enough time. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was a masterpiece. Well, I, I I also have some invitations as well uh, from. Uh, from 10k and from our friends at the soda pod and from our friends with the wild and uh, a couple of other things i have a couple of invitations uh to come to you know basically their winter classic watch party and the 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 general vibe the general consensus is hey whatever you're going to spend on tickets you can spend a quarter of that on beer and drink like a king and i was like yeah that is tempting yeah i mean it's all about the the atmosphere right i mean yeah i'm sure being in town and meeting all the 10k guys and going out to a bar and yeah right yeah i've been yeah. fucking writing and editing for two years i've never yeah. met any of you fuckers in person yeah. isn't it kind of crazy <laughs> it's it's crazy how fast the time has gone i mean fuck so yeah it really has been that long we've been grinding it out for 10k yeah jack jake and zane yeah no it's fucking hilarious like yeah i i i i talk to you fuckheads every day and i i text you know to 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 paraphrase paul allen you know we text and talk more than people know and (laughs) i have quite literally never seen any of you in the flesh yeah (laughs) so until one of y'all decides to come to the uh the canes wild game which like i'm recruiting i think uh, I think State of Hoppy is considering it, and uh, and anybody else that wants to come, I have two guest bedrooms in my house, so we can have you guys stay here, and uh, and then we just drive across the state. It's like a two and a half hour ride, and we can rock and roll. It's a great time. Uh, so yeah, we open can- invitation on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. My my house is available to any any wild fans. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I'll tell my wife after this, and she'll be like, "You did what?" I'll be like, "Hey, don't worry about it, baby." Yep, we're gonna we're gonna throw stuff at Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fuck that guy. <laughs> We're gonna throw shit at him over the glass. Hundred percent. He's yeah. in a fucking. I don't want to get on too much of a tangent, but like, have has has there ever been a franchise that has built up goodwill for like six years and then immediately just, just to, fucking oh my shit god, it just straight in, down the in drain like fucking nine hours. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's I don't fucking really incredible. Understand. Yeah, I don't understand what the hell they were doing. They traded away that, that goalie. Yeah, you uh, traded away fucking Nedeljkovic for over like, okay. and a third, yeah, sure, and then okay. Bernier's like, "Nah, I'm gonna go to the Devils." Did like, you guys see Stevie Wise's exactly. reaction to that? Like, Incredible. like when? He, so he, you know what he said? Yeah, yeah. yeah go, go ahead. I don't want to. This is your moment. This is your moment. No, yeah, he literally was just like the que- or the question was why do you think they did this or not? And he just goes, I don't know. You'd have to ask them like, just because <laughs> it was like, it was like, a gift yeah. wrapped in trade. Yeah. Like, it was just so funny. Pat- the like, question and- was even more like pointed than that too. It was based. it was like the question came just short of asking, how did you win this trade so easily? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, man. I just, I threw out something yeah, and they said, the sure. Fuck? Why not? And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? For a, for a franchise that has had like biblically bad goaltending the past two seasons in Detroit, dude. they just get themselves a solid netminder just for. <laughs> oh, nothing. I thought when you for say biblically walking, bad goaltending, I thought you were about to say the Hurricanes. In which case, I was gonna be like, yeah, 
Cam Ward is their best goalie of all time, which like, you know, Cam Ward is a good goalie, but it's not, you know, yeah. it's not a very high bar. Um, I mean, dude, Detroit, they're at, when they played the wild right before this pandemic last year kicked off and we won, I think six or seven, one Fiala had that absolute snipe top. Oh, that Greenway had that backhand. Dude, they showed us the goalie stats, and one of them was like zero and twenty-two and one over their pat. Like I was like, Jesus, fucking oh, Christ, that that was Jimmy bad. Howard. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, it was Jimmy, Jimmy Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was Jimmy Howard, and then the two guy. There was another guy that the backup goalie was just as brutal. Like yeah. literally, had, just as yeah, brutal. Jimmy hadn't won a game that he started in like twenty-five games. It was yeah. fucking unbelievable. It went bad. There, they were about uh, Detroit was about as bad as Colorado was in that. Uh, what, 16, 17 season, whatever year that was, when they had like 46 points. The Wild had more wins than Colorado had points, and we still lost in the first <laughs> round of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. that was 17. Yeah, 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that a little too well. Um, so, yeah. anyway, uh, on to happier subjects and, 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 and topics and everything. Uh, so, so yeah, we, we, we've, we've touched a little bit on the, the expansion draft, we touched a little bit on other teams free agency um let's let's talk very briefly you know how how do you guys think that uh that billy g judd brackett and the gang did with the nhl entry draft um like i i i I can start i i personally thought uh we we did quite well um jesper wallstead the goalie uh when so so when the draft was happening i was at a work event and i was completely unable to follow until uh basically two picks after the wild took wallstead so when my friend texted me and said the wild just drafted a goalie named uh wallstead i thought he was fucking with me right i literally thought it was a bit because the 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 the, you know every mock draft everything had him going anywhere between like four and like 12. Oh, and the Oilers picked two picks ahead of us and right. literally traded us the fucking pick. And yeah. I have a goalie that is going to be 41 years old in two years. Like, yeah. What, it's fucking unbelievable. Fuck? So yeah. Dude, so what? then, so then all of a sudden we draft Wallstead at, at 20, I think is what the final pick. Yeah. Up being. Yep. Yeah. We drafted him at 20 and I'm, I'm, and my friend texted me, you know, Oh yeah. We drafted somebody named Jesper Wallstead at 20. I said the goalie. And he said, I guess. And I said, holy shit, are you fucking with me? Like, I, I literally thought it was a joke because, like, in my mind, there was no fucking way that was possible. So, like, the rest of the draft be damned, that one pick alone, not unlike the Marco Rossi pick the year before, that one pick is like, holy shit, what a, what a great bit of luck, honestly, but also great pick by the, by the team. Well, the, the next two picks were fucking really good, too. That mm-hmm. uh, Carson, Carson, I don't, Carson Lambos, I'm pretty sure. Lambus, yeah. I don't know if I'm Lambus, I'm pronouncing his name. Um, he is a very solid player. I, I started looking up, you know, a little bit of his his highlights and all that stuff. He he's got some potential, man. I mean, he's a little he's quick and he like has him. some really good hands and works well along the blue line. I mean, he scored a goal for Canada in their little development camp. I don't know if you guys saw that video. And what the way he moves, you're like, wow, okay. I can see you on the blue line here. And with all, all the other defensive prospects the Wild have, that's a fucking hell of a get to put him in with those guys, you know. Even if two or three of those guys turn out, we have strength in numbers right now, the Wild yeah. prospects. I mean, we got a lot of fucking good prospects in our system right now. And uh, Jack Pert, 
good draft pick in the second round. And that's probably all I uh, really have as far as prospects <laughs> and all that. That's kind of why I decided to take over after Dev, because then we can really let, uh, you know, Jenner get into the rest of this, because I'm sure he knows a lot more about these prospects than I do. 100%. Would. Well, I'm glad that you actually, it, it led perfectly because I was going to talk about Jack Burt regardless. Um, yep. I think that, you know, the, just that value that they got there, um, obviously pick, man. All, all of the uh, focus was on Scott Morrow, you know, going in like, mm-hmm. do they, and then the Hurricanes took him at number 40. So the Hurricanes have your boy, Scott Morrow. Which true. And, mean, and, and again, I did, I did say on our last podcast with the three of us, I did say that the wild would take left-handed defenseman out of Shattuck St. Mary, Scott Morrow. And I was, I was half right because, you know, my Eastern conference team wanted yep. to take them. So I, I guess that's a half win. I don't know. <laughs> me. Yeah. We'll anyway. let you have it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll count that as a half win, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, so Scott Morrow goes, and then all of a sudden some, uh, some cat named Jack Perk goes out the board. And I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. I was, uh, I was at, I was managing at pure hockey. Um, and you know, obviously most of our younger people are, you know, high schoolers that play hockey and know these kids. And, uh, they all just went, Holy shit. Jack Pert like lasted until then. Like, that's crazy. Like people are saying straight up, you know, this is one of the best defensemen they've ever played against in the state. And so what, he, what was the pick number? Like 46, 48, I think 52. it was 46. Oh, it was. I thought it was 52. Was it 52? Tell you I what, thought it was I'll, 52, I'll Google it and we'll, we'll I have we a can... weird memory with numbers like this. And I think it was Dev, 54 you know from our game is 54. Okay. Yep. But, but yeah, yeah the fact it. that I, he I, lasted I, that long. Yeah. And uh, he, he's just a hell of a defenseman. And I think he's just kind of hitting that peak there. So um that was it, it. It really does seem like ever since Bill Garrett and Judd Brackett came into it, um, people just fall to them, you know, like, yeah. and they, they finally, we finally have a GM, uh, who is willing to allow, I mean, I kind of wrote an article about it a little bit for 10 K. You sure but did. Good plug. Bill, Bill <laughs> a Everybody go, go, Bill uh... Guerin is just giving Judd Brackett the leash and, it's it's almost like because how many times back in the day did the wild have a pick and they're like oh my god this guy's still there like how are they not take and then they go and take some like fucking no name from europe or something um but god i feel so fucking bad for (laughs) philip johansson man (laughs) i was just gonna say philip johansson that poor i feel so fucking bad that's all on paul fenton right there he didn't ask anyone he didn't do anything because i was at that draft and his fucking scouts were shocked like yeah (laughs) this dude just went up to the mic mic nobody had a goddamn clue there you know what Dude, my dude, my dude closed his eyes, did the little like, oh, there. Okay, yeah, we're taking that guy. I yeah, like, he, he landed fuck? on Sweden and was like, okay, cool. And then, oh, I guess we're going to go uh, de- defenseman, I guess. I don't fucking That I, nobody's I, heard of and is pro- ranked like fucking 100th and whatever. I, I so can't. Fucking bad he wasn't even kid. ranked on McKenzie's. No, he, he literally <laughs> wasn't. Yeah. No, yeah. I fuck. I, I, listen. By every account, I, I've I've actually taken some time and like done a little bit of digging. I have uh, I've reached out unsuccessfully to uh, Mr. Johansson. Um, by every account that I can gather, 
he seems like a great fucking dude. He's and like, really cool. And like a pretty good hockey player, but not definitely not an NHL first round hockey player and like probably mm-hmm. not an NHL like fourth round hockey player, which like cool, that's fine. We all grow, we all develop it in different ways. But god damn, Paul Fe- so like <laughs> a lot of Paul Fenton's moves you know, two years removed actually looked pretty good. But fucking Nino for Rask and the Philip Johansson first round at, you know, fucking 26 overall or whatever that pick was. I think like, Zook for six years, too, was a little too much term. I mean, but, yes, but like, but like those, like Zook for Zook for six years looked really bad and then it looks like fine. And like now, now it's like, all right, well, we all kind of knew that six by six was not going to be good anyway. But like it it's look, not like Zooks. It, he hasn't been bad though. Exactly. It's just it more at the terrible. end of the contract. It doesn't at look terrible yet, but no. it's like we're no. all kind of holding our breath for the, yeah, the last like, two years uh, of like. Ooh. Yep. But like. Yep. But like, really, there it's going to come down to. I mean, he was the GM of the Wild for like uh, fifteen months, I think. Maybe so, if that. <laughs> if, honestly, now <laughs> that I'm thinking time. about it, it might not have even been a full calendar year. Um. But it's it's gonna come down to all that and just my 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 point being, this poor fucking kid, man. Like he's he's getting fucking ruthlessly shat on by wild fans. Which like again, uh, to to paraphrase friend of the podcast spoke Z, the kids that are getting drafted, with one major exceptions, which we'll we'll get into here, I'm sure, in a little bit. But like the kids that are getting drafted here. They're fucking 17-year-olds doing the thing that they love, trying their best. Like, if you're shitting on them, you're a fucking loser. And so, like, (laughs) you know, I hope I would love nothing more than to see Philip Johansson turn into a fucking stud and just fucking wow everybody. I am more than happy to eat crow and give Paul Fenton additional, like, posthumous praise. But... God damn, does that pick not look good right now? <laughs> I was uh, so I was at that draft uh, covering for the athletic, and like the smile on the kid's face, like when he got drafted in that room and stuff for the media availability, like you know, that this kid's super excited. You know, he says, you know, he's looked up to all these Swedish defensemen because there's been so many good ones. And then we went to development camp not too long after that, and he was in front of us a lot in the media, obviously, because he was there recent first round pick and ju- just a hell of a guy it reminds me a lot of Jonas Brodeen and pretty much any speed that I've ever met for that matter um ju- just so nice always talking like you know probably doesn't remember who the fuck I am but you know ju- just <laughs> giving me the time of day like when I was a little antsy like young guy there just in the headlights but you, like you always hope a that... young guy fucking two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, you, you, you just, you hope that a guy like him succeeds because it's not them that take themselves. It's the right. GMs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the team that ultimately makes that decision. Yeah. Uh, it's no. like, he was like, Hey, you know what? You should take me at this pick in the first round. I'm going to do you all proud. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, Paul Fenton said this poor fucking kid up for failure. And unfortunately, Paul Fenton's not going to be around to have to deal with the repercussions from a bunch of fucking dickheads on Twitter 
being like, well, you know, you were our first round pick and now the wild might not even tender you an offer. And, you know, like, <laughs> uh, cool. You know what? Hey, if you're getting your fucking jimmies off of trolling a fucking 19 year old, then go fuck yourself. Truly. Yeah. We, 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 we've, we've touched on this in the past, but like, if you're the type of person that's spending all your energy, like there's, there's nothing wrong with actually like criticizing NHL players. That's fine. We get it. There's also nothing wrong with criticizing players that have, uh, have, have fucked up in real ways. Uh, see Logan Mayu or whatever the fuck that dickhead's name is. Um, <laughs> Evander yeah. Kane. Wow. Yeah. Uh we don't we, we we can get into that or we can not, but like my point being, um, there's plenty of players that have fucked up more than just happening to be selected, you know, 30 <laughs> picks before they were projected. So right. just don't be a fucking dick. It's not that hard. Or 130 in yeah, or yeah, in this <laughs> case, yeah, in this case 197 picks too early that poor fucking kid i i nothing would please me more than to see this kid well, he he is improving though is he not i mean i've seen some little flares from his game a little i mean bit listen couple of I, I i don't want to go on this whole tirade and then immediately turn back and shit on him his box scores don't look great but no. um but you know what yeah you know what a box score doesn't tell you everything right so maybe he does look better I have no idea. Well, he's like, he's basically, he's a Justin Braun pretty much. Which like, if he turns into Justin Braun in the NHL, right. I'm good with that. Right. You know, we can, we can all agree that it was a poor, poor, poor decision by the GM at the time, but like Justin Braun was good. Yeah, he was serviceable. Yeah. (laughs) Serviceable is a great word. That's a fucking great word for it. He was He's a player. Good, he was good enough. He's a player. Yeah. The body. He played in the <laughs> NHL. He was good enough. We're good. Yep. Yeah. Everything's all good. So yeah. It's just, I just good. I feel, like fucking, <laughs> I feel like such a yeah, I mean, dick. Yeah, everything's good. I I just wish the Wild had a, a clear cut number one center going in going into next year, but yeah. we can't all uh we can't all I, I feel like Maybe not because all this stuff about Kaprizov's agent came out or not came out, but whatever. If he has a different agent, he's probably signed by now, but <laughs> whatever Russo said, I'm not going to get into it because I don't know, but Marco I mean, Rossi, like baby. If, if there is a clear, if, if we had a clear cut number one center, I feel like Kaprizov would already be signed here by now, but I mean, to it is what it is. To paraphrase Kid Jen, Marco Rossi, baby. Yeah. Hey. I think Let's we already hope. might have the guy. We just need yeah. to let it happen. Yeah, right. And then I mean, you maybe know. that's what they're doing. I mean, maybe uh, yeah. Are we doing. are we just slow playing it, and we're we're trying to convince Kirill to say, hey, the next year or two are not going to be super exciting, but this time two years from develop. now, yeah. If if I'm Bill Guerin, I'm t- I'm literally talking to Kirill and being like, fucking skate with this kid. Just, just get to know him, like, you know, start to develop that camera right. because it, it's just so huge to develop that stuff. And, I mean, there, yeah. it's a good possibility they're going to have two rookies on their top two lines. They might have Rossi center in that first line, and Boldy is probably going to be with Gaudreau and uh, Fiala. 
That's what it's it sounds like. like Allen Gadrard. Fucking rule. Yeah, man, I'm all for it, dude. They're better. They got good veterans on the, you know, the bottom six line. Yeah. The bottom six. Yep. I mean, I'm all for it. No, and you was... can keep that. You can keep Felino, Greenway, and Eck together. That's a second line as it is, dude. That's literally a second line in any NHL. It's a great line. Yes, but then, but it's then, a good line. But the, see, the problem with having that as your second line then becomes: then does your Boldy, Boldy Goudreau, Fiala is that your third line? Because that's not no. That, what line. I'm saying is, I know I'm what you're saying, saying. Yeah, I'm just being a dick. I mean, those are those are interchangeable lines. Your yeah. first line is looking Caprizo. no. That that middle six is fucking incredible. And then, but and dude, you, know, the, you're, you're you got assuming... Sturm on your fourth line. That's insane. Sturm, I, I really would like to see Sturm in an increased role. But no, me too. That's for another time. Yeah, no, me too. We we've we've touched on this before, and I'm certain we'll touch on it again. Uh, Sturm's underlying numbers suggest that he is due for a breakout, uh, a la Carter Verhage. Yeah, Carter Verhage was, you know, a bottom six center for the or a bottom six uh, forward for the uh, for the Lightning. He moves to Florida and he gets put into a top six role because, you know, quite frankly, they're just not as deep as the Bolts. And motherfucker becomes like a top 20 scorer in the NHL. Yeah, Yeah, he got fucking awesome for Carter Verhage and fucking shitty for a segue to segue into what the fuck is happening on the Wilds blue line. Uh, free agency is a bitch, as we all know. The unexpected buyout of Ryan Suter and then the expansion draft loss of Carson Soucy uh, definitely doesn't help improve the uh, the Wilds blue line. But the Wild made some, some moves on that front. Um, Kid Jen... You already wrote a terrific article over at 10ktakesmn.com about how the Wild Blue Line has uh, very strong potential to have the best hair in the National Hockey League, and I haven't seen anybody dispute it. So I'm, I'm, I'm dare I, you know, dare I suggest that it's a unanimous decision. But yeah, uh, that's a long way to say what the fuck is going on in free agency. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I can start off by just saying that uh, everyone was focused on numbers. I was focused on head game, lettuce, you know, uh, I was, that's what my main focus was on. So these guys were at the top of my board. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. <that. laughs> now, um, it is what it was, and they did what they said they were going to do. You know, nothing yep. special, really. Um, I think they got the job done right there. Uh, Freddie Goudreau seems like a good player. I haven't seen much of him. Has played well in the playoffs in a couple of runs with uh, most recently the Penguins and then the Predators as well. Uh, Razuch said that he played with Fiala for a little bit in the minors and even at the NHL level, level as well. Um, I, I, I think my favorite signing is probably John Merrill. Uh, he, he's a guy, he played really well for the Canadians after being traded to them. Um, also sick mullet. Yeah, great mullet, great <laughs> hair. He's a great interview if we ever get the chance to talk to him about it. Um, like I like I was saying, you know, I think I've seen that guy at the North Branch liquor store a couple times buying a rack <laughs> of hams. Uh, yeah. but. He had a great he had a great bit uh come out on the <laughs> NHL Twitter account where he uh and actually Jenner, it might have been you that was sharing this sharing this where uh he had, it was like a mic'd up situation and he was going up against Hedman, Victor Hedman. Oh yeah, I shared that. Yep. 
Yeah, I think that was you that that shared it. And uh, yeah, so he 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 uh, he gets in Headman's face, and Headman pushes him over, and he go, and, and Headman goes, <laughs> or he says something like, "Yeah, fuck you, Headman." He goes, "Oh, you're a tough guy, eh?" And uh, and 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 Merrill goes, "No, not really." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need more characters. I think Bugstad said it most. Um... Uh, during a quote that he gave uh, Russo is just the fact that they're adding characters to the room and he loves it. <laughs> yeah. But other I mean, than that, I, yeah. nothing too crazy. What do you got to say? I mean, I, I like, I really like the Galagoski signing as in terms of like, I feel like he improves our power play a little bit, having a guy on that second, either second or first, you know, with the players we got a little better than the ones he had over there in Arizona on that power play. Yeah, and he's just much, consistent. But... Well, yeah, that's why I said. <laughs> well, <laughs> but um, he's consistent. He's been there. He's played almost 82 games his entire damn career in the league. And to replace Ryan Suter, I mean, he's a little bit weaker probably on the puck and in his defensive zone than Ryan Suter. But I think he'll make up for it on the offensive side. And right. I think the two, the other two defensive signings, to me, just fills out your bottoms two slots i mean maybe they're not as high on kalen addison as everyone thinks and they think he needs more time in the minors or they think with all the injuries we always have he's going to be up there anyway so yeah so just getting another body in there is not a bad signing so i mean i'm glad you mentioned it because because my thought was when they signed three immediately i was like well i guess fuck you kalen addison i thought about it for a second i was like well you know what this just takes the pressure off of addison Right. If Addison fucking rips it up in training camp and he's like very clearly a top four guy, which, you know, he might be. Well, it it could be to motivate him too. I mean, you bring in two guys that can take his spot there on the bottom six, or the, I keep saying bottom six, but yeah, the two bottom two slots on the. Yeah. Yeah. That that bottom pairing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, And and, I really don't think our top four took a hit to be honest. If I'm, I mean, all I mean, these fans were talking about Suter all the time. We need to get rid of Suter. We need to get rid of Suter. Fuck Suter. We get rid of them, and we add other people, and they're like, oh, well, they're not doing anything. From, yeah, from go, the Wilder, top four it, strictly perspective, you replace Suter with either Goligoski or Addison, depending on right. how you feel about either of the two of them. Right. Um, you know. Minnesota uh, Wild fans will always – well, Minnesota fans in general will always find some way to bitch. That's right. A, yeah. I mean, that, that's myself. the thing. Our, I don't think our defensive core. It didn't get any yes, worse. No, we lost three players, but it didn't. It's not like you look at it and you go, holy shit. These guys are not going to be good this year. We still have two solid goalies. Can't forget about that. You got two solid goalies. You have that analytical darling with the <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call that hair he's got going on with Kulikov. But I mean, he, he's a. He's, <laughs> He's Motherfucker got, he, looks like he was in fucking Backstreet Boys. Dude, yeah. He looks like he's about to – yeah, he look, I took the words out of my mouth. He's in a fucking boy band. <laughs> he's about to go to a concert. But uh, You know what, though? Like, hey, if you're Russian, can speak Russian, yep. and also look like you could you, – you, you passed for – you were like a Justin Timberlake in the 90s passerby, like – that's that's a win in my book. Dude, he, he you know who he kind of looks like? And I don't know if you guys are even going to agree. Uh, when he has his helmet on, 
he kind of looks like a Chris Pratt, like Star Lord. <laughs> yeah, I fucking really, see that. Yeah, yeah. Really no, I totally does. see it. He's got the he's got the weird little like face. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is a stupid right. sentence. And and anybody <laughs> the that, weird uh, little face. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I I I, I agree. Um, Dimitri Pratt. <laughs> you know what the more we're talking about it i'm on board with this defensive core you know i i really i I don't think it's bad at all they really don't think they they did anything that throws anything they have built away you know like the the offensive core i even feel like it it's it nothing's changed you know it's going to be the same team they rolled in with last year basically up front and yeah you sub out you sub out uh, Mojo for Freddie Goudreau well, yeah. and Parisi yeah. for Matt Boldy, maybe? Well, I mean, Parisi was getting scratched every other night last year, it felt like. I mean, yeah. or he was injured or something was going on. I love Parisi, but yeah. there was always injury stuff going on with him. It's And if there wasn't injury <sighs> stuff, there was Dean Evans and stuff going on. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, th- we've made it very clear this is a very pro-Zach Parisi podcast. Um but this is also the Wild Taste podcast, so we have to recognize that you know he's 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 not he's not with the Wild anymore, even though the, you know we're still paying for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, just but, a little bit. Yeah, well, all that to say, <laughs> all that to say, and uh, a a a previously considered immovable contract is not no longer there, and we're picking up the pieces and I agree with Zooch uh, at, at, at first it didn't really make a ton of sense. It, it, it felt like the reason that they were clearing all this space and, and, and making all this room was to absorb a, uh, a Jack Eichel level contract. Um, and of course by level, I basically mean Jack Eichel's contract right. specifically. Uh, Cause I don't <laughs> think that we were really in the, you know, everybody likes to say like, "Ooh, what about like Sasha Barkov?" And it's like, "Yeah, that probably wasn't happening." Um, but all that to say, you know, uh, look, the Wild at the the Wild are moving into the Central Division, or not moving into, but going back to the Central right. Division. The team is probably equally good as it was last year i don't think that we've gotten worse i don't really think that we got better but i definitely don't think that we got worse if the i mean you got the rookies who knows right exactly and if the rookies really come and ball out if marco rossi is the guy that we think that he is which like you know we're we have been very open and 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 in our prediction that we think that Marco Rossi is the goddamn bee's knees. We think that he is truth incarnate. Um, if all of uh, pessimistically, this wild team is like maybe a little bit worse, but optimistically, if all the rookies pan out, everybody else is doing their thing, like this wild team is fucking better than it was last year. And last year was great in admittedly a very weak Western division, but like the central division for the first time in a long time, is not actually that tough. No. 
I feel like Chicago might surprise some people now with that uh, Chicago, with, with the flower. And they've, yeah. they've they've been they've been doing they've been doing now. Seth Jones, that contract he got is absurd. I'm that just con- gonna okay. say it, absurd. <laughs> wow, that contract. So yeah, um, so that contract happened the same time uh, when I was out of town, and my friend was texting me all the stuff, and I did so i i was on the soda pod uh the soda pods draft stream this year and i made it a point when i realized i said i i realized like oh i'm not going to know all of the trades that happened like leading up to it because i've just been busy at work i've been on this work trip and i haven't been checking my phone and so i i, I texted hoppy a little bit beforehand i said hey man like i i i'm not gonna know anything do you still want me on? He said, not only do we still want you on, we want to make this into a bit. So the bit became at like fucking 1030 at night. Hey, let's just tell Dev all of the trades that happened today and, and see what his reaction was. When they told me that Seth Jones, so I knew by that time, I did know that Seth Jones had been traded to the Blackhawks. I didn't know what he had been traded for. And I didn't know what the term was and like the new contract was. And when they told me, I laughed out loud for fucking 40 seconds. Like, holy shit, Chicago, how do you fuck that up that bad? It's so a funny. ridiculous. It's so a ridiculous. Funny. I really don't see the night. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, everyone wants to hate on, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to hit on the wild, you know, signing Parisi and Suter a long time ago for that. As whatever. far as I'm concerned, as, as, yeah. as, as, as you can, yeah, that's all. No, but did you did no, you not then. learn anything? Did you not yeah. learn anything from that experience? As far as uh, I'm concerned, like if the uh, the current rules existed as they do now, and the Wild had signed Parisi and Suter for eight by seven and a quarter or whatever the fuck that stupid number was, like. That would have been the two best fucking free agent signings of all time. And yeah, I mean, yeah. the only reason it's bad is because it was 13 and not eight, which like, cool, whatever. And, uh, but, but like if it, it, it's so fucking funny now because like Chicago, they had every chance to be really fucking good. And like they traded, they got flower for nothing. They got Tyler Johnson, who is still, pretty good for yeah, nothing for nothing and then they gave away assets for seth jones and then they signed him to a deal that is paying him more than like kale mccarr makes yeah and it's kale mccarr is hilarious. younger and better and not just better yeah. he's like world's know, better yeah i don't know what they're doing doesn't it's make so much funny. sense. It's so funny. So yeah, no, but, I'm. But they I'm will. Always... They'll, they'll compete this year. They will. They'll. they'll no, yeah. People. That's the thing. Like the flower signing and like a couple of the other things. Tay's coming done. back. Yeah, Tay's I mean... coming back. Kane's still being pretty good. They didn't give up to bring Cat. They didn't give up. Uh, yeah. Kirby Doc. Like. Yep. They'll be. Yep. They'll yep. be good. As much as I hate to fucking admit it, but it's so goddamn funny that like they're gonna have almost fucking ten million dollars tied up in Seth Jones for the next eight years, who is like fine. Yeah, no, he's good. 
but nine, yeah. nine, nine uh, what was it? Eight years. Nine, I think it was eight by nine and a half. Yeah. That's, it's too much money, man. <laughs> it's too much money. By the time he's, he's six, five, six years in that contract, it's going to be a bad contract. And I think, I don't know if they knew that, but it's a bad contract probably, now, man. Yeah. That is a bad contract. He's like fine. He's, he's a good player. I'm not saying that he's not, but he's like a, I don't know, seven million dollar player. Yeah. Jed, I see you laughing. Am I wrong? Uh, no, you're not wrong. Uh, it's just the D market, right? I mean, I'm, we're hearing. That's that fair. Don't, yeah. Don't... No, fucking Zach Wierenski signs yeah. in Columbus for, oh, which Jesus, I, yeah. I, I did actually, I, you know what? No, fucking all the credit in the world to Yarma Kekalayan and, and uh, John Davidson for being fucking trolls. They signed uh, Wierenski to the exact same deal, except for like 13 grand a year more so that it's like a little bit bigger just to fucking give it one final fuck you to. Yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> that, that That's good stuff right there. Uh, I, I will say this will be the trend that we see uh, going forward though. Cause you're hearing now that Darnell nurse is going to make right around 9 yep. million. Um, Darnell nurse Iron is Lund. good, but he, he's not a fucking 9 million dollar. Like, People yeah, are so I mean, damn good at playing well in contract years. It's thing. ridiculous. Here's the thing: like, if if, <laughs> if, the, if the NHL yeah. changes the playoff or the uh, the overtime rules, and they just make it, you know what? We're not going to shootout. Everybody just does playoffs over and over. Or does uh, you know three on three or five on five over and over and over again? They do that. That Darnell that that Darnell Nurse contract <laughs> pays for itself in year one. <laughs> Motherfucker can play for two and a half hours a night <laughs> and then go and fucking spend like, an iron lung. Yeah, he is unbelievable in that sense. Then but go yes, what no, deliver, I, deliver his first child too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Zuch and I will wax poetic on Darnell Nurse until the cows come home. But uh, yeah, uh, it's a fucking hilarious contract. Well, that's why that Matt Dumba, what, everyone shit on Matt Dumba's contract, but now it's looking. Looking, looking a little pretty better. damn good, yeah. Looking, looking pretty great. Good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, Same with Spurgeon, too. Good. Same with Spurgeon. I remember when Spurgeon signed his, everyone was like, Bob, oh, no, why'd you give all that money? And same with Brodine, too? I mean, yeah. come on, man. And those are the, your, your top three defense. That's your top three right there. It's pretty solid for what they're signed at. Yeah. Not as good as Colorado's top three, what they're signed at, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, not for long, though. They've got a well, year and a half. They've got be, like though. a year or two left before that completely blows well, up in their face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I okay. So you brought up Colorado. I did just want to mention it because I thought it was so fucking funny. The whole thing about like uh, Nathan McKinnon Dude, like, si- oh signing God. his team friendly deal. Great, awesome, totally get it. Trying to win a cup. It wasn't team friendly at the time, and then he he elevated his game to be an unbelievable player. That's great. But is there anything funnier in the fucking world than when one player is like slapping like soft drinks and like sweets out of people's hands and just fucking shitting on everybody that's not living like the perfect healthy lifestyle? You do no, have you not seen Trailer Park Boys? 
No, that's what I'm saying. Gonna, that's what I'm saying. It's a fucking trailer park like boys sketch, too. like incarnate. It's so fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, it really, really is. I mean, he showed up to that kid camp. He's like, "What are you kids doing? You can't be growing weed here. Do you, you're gonna do this. You're never gonna grow up to be like me. Like motherfucker, none of us are gonna grow up to be like you. Have you seen yourself skate up the ice? Like, <laughs> you gotta fucking find another career. You should have let those kids finish out their job there. It's so funny every time. It fucking kills me. The whole the whole thing about him like him like telling everybody like if you're not eating chickpea pasta like you can't have any carbonara sauce or whatever like that's so funny to me. Yeah, I dude, fuck Colorado. I hate Colorado. I hate the Avalanche. I hate everything about him. <laughs> just hearing that, I was just like, wow, really, dude. Live a little. I mean, look at Ovi. My dude's fucking eating whatever he wants. Ovi, draining Ovi, Ovi's bottles fucking drinking fucking... Coca Colas during yeah. the TV timeout, dude, dude. and you're oh and Nathan McKinnon Phil has Kessel. the audacity to say we all need to be in our best physical shape dude, by what we're putting no, into no, our no, bodies. No. no, Phil Kessel, that man right there, uh, fucking cheeseburger machine. Uh, either Phil, way, Phil, yeah, Phil Kessel's dude, fucking vacuuming dude, hot dogs down dude, his throat. A funny fuck, dude. My cousin, he played junior hockey. And uh, he, he was walking out of uh, the locker room, and there was Phil Kessel. Now she's wearing the fucking Phil the Thrill Burger King uh, shirt. He's wearing that shirt. And he goes, yo, can I get a picture, Phil? Dude, the picture is so fucking funny because Phil Kessel looks like he wants to pop him right in the face. Like, really, You'll dude. have to send me the picture. Like, this shit is I'm... not I'll – I'll, I'll text my cousin. Like, you got to send me that picture, dude. This is... I'm, I'm picturing yeah. Phil, like – He's hot like, dog in one hand oh and like God. fucking middle finger in the other. Be like, eh, literally, fuck it's you, the most kid. just like the most half-hearted smile ever. My cousin <laughs> just geeking out because he's got the fill the thrill shirt on and the Burger King logo with the fill. The, it's dude, it's fucking gold. It's funny. So it's funny. funny shit. He was like, I can't believe I saw him, dude. <laughs> he didn't, like Phil doesn't like. He, he obviously doesn't like those fucking jokes, and I'm pretty sure he came. He didn't like that shirt either because it's from the. Uh, not Danny Heatley, that guy on Twitter. He's the one who made the Phil the Thrill shirt, and he always would make fun of him. He's like, what does Phil Kessel look like he downed 150 fucking hot dogs before coming on the ice and playing hockey? Like, Jesus Christ, dude. But, I mean, seriously, if those guys can succeed and be some of the best players in the game, fuck you, Nathan McKinnon. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Let them eat what they want, dude. What the hell? Who cares? <laughs> you ain't won a Stanley Cup. Who the fuck? You ain't even made it out of the second round. Right? I say, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Nate, sure Nate McKinnon's best, best, uh, best year ever was losing to Vegas in six this year. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because in the, even in the bubble, I'm pretty sure they lost to Dallas in six. They lost to Dallas in like four, <laughs> yeah, <or> five. Because <laughs> uh, and, 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 you know, I thought it was he, in seven. It might have been seven. I don't was know. Was it seven? I don't know. I feel I, like I, it was. I, er, it was I feel seven. like it was a pretty short sweep because uh, Grubauer was hurt. And the second goalie was hurt. And so they were like relying on Michael which, Hutchinson. Yeah, I was gonna say it was yeah. it was not your boy Hunter Miska. No, they would have won the fucking cup that year. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all they had to do. All they had to do. Yeah, it was some fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I I mean they got Darcy Kemper too. I kind of spoke that trade into existence. Um yeah, was, you, was, yeah, fuck you for that. That was a little strange, but uh, I, I thought the guy they should have gone after is John Gibson from uh, Anaheim. 
Yeah, Darcy yeah. Kemper's so good, but I mean, he's he's hurt, you know. Same with Antti Ranta. Yeah, he's good he's when he's a, healthy, but he's always hurt. Yeah, that little skate that he goes for after a bad yeah. goal. Yeah, we saw that a lot on Minnesota. So do you what is up with the Minnesota I've seen like Minnesota they score him, they're like, fuck you, Kemper. It's they're the like, best. It's, like a, it's my it's favorite like thing in the world. Story. It's so <laughs> funny. So it started with Miko Koivu uh, yeah, a couple yeah, of years back, yeah. it, it, like uh, four or five years ago, when whenever Kemper, whenever Kemper first, I think he, I, I think he signed with Arizona in free agency. I don't think he was traded, if I remember right. But whatever the deal was, he it started with that, and then the first game that we played, he was like chirping everybody like during warmups. He was like, "You guys aren't going to score." The wild never score points. The wild fucking suck. The wild are doing this, whatever. And then Koivu rips a clapper like in the first like eight minutes of the yep. game. And yep. then the the fucking gift for all of eternity is just is just fucking Miko Koivu Literally. just yelling, "Fuck you, Kemper!" And then everybody Kemper. just fucking swarming him. And it's so funny. And like fucking six years later, it still is a bit. Where yeah, Felino does like, it, dude. Felino was like, so Felino did it this past year, and uh, it was it was one of the greatest things I've ever captured. Uh, rewatching everything, so like the original gif is uh, fuck you, Kemper, and it's like, ha ha ha, cool, that's funny. He's chirping the other goalie, and then if you go back and you watch, like, if you go back and you watch, like, the, the NHL TV, like solo cam it's focused purely on Felino. you see him he he says something to the effect of like fuck you kemper you fucking sieve you suck you're so terrible you can't even stop me and i suck and it's fucking incredible it's so funny it fucking kills me every time it's a great bit and and now that he plays for uh colorado it's gonna be even better i can't wait because he sucks ass against the wild yeah, no, he usually does. That's why I think he's just a mental midget to me, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I, I yeah. He's always injured, though. He's always injured, too. Him Kid and Ranza Jen's. both. Yeah. That's why fucking Aiden Hill wound up in Seattle. Because he <laughs> yeah, got enough fucking no. playing time in Arizona. Wait, <laughs> Seattle was like, ooh, who is this? Wait, did he end up in Seattle? <laughs> I think so. He's in San Jose. San Jose. (laughs) Whoopsies. My bad. That's my bad. I thought Seattle signed him as a free agent. Sharks sharks and Kraken both live in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing. They're fucking two hours from each other. Fuck me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm excited (laughs) to see uh, Seattle's team, too. I mean, everyone's kind of shitting on them a little bit. I think they could surprise a few people. The Pacific they're is not gonna so be, bad. They're not going to be great. The Obviously, Pacific is so team. bad, and I am deathly terrified that we're walking into the exact same trap that we walked into with Vegas of being like, well, you know, the division's pretty bad, but this team is pretty bad. So, like, I don't know, they might be, like, fourth in the Pacific, and then they get, like, second and go on a fucking stupid run because well, they fucking Grubauer, walk to the playoffs. Grubauer's a really good goalie. That was a good get. I really That's a great get by <laughs> that was them. That's a great get for them. I'm not even super high on Grubauer, and I thought that was a good get. No, yeah. I, I mean, I don't really think the team's that bad either. They got a lot – they got a really good defensive core, dude. <laughs> they have a really, yeah. really good defensive core. 
I don't know how the fuck if they can figure out who the fuck is going to score goals for them. Yeah, that's they're going to be in really good shape. Jaden Schwartz is a good player too. I mean, again, if they can figure out who's going to yeah. score fucking goals, then they'll be in really right. good shape. Yeah, agreed. All right. Yeah, well, uh, gentlemen, we we we've, we've reached the uh, the point of the night in which we uh, we're the fucking show. You know, you you know Water what I'm saying. Time, I know maybe? what you're saying. Yeah, take time, we're maybe? there. So it's time uh, to end the show the way that we end every other show. Uh, what is your wild take? And uh, Kid Jen, so you are the the newest uh, wild takes podcast host. Uh, you get the honor of going first. What's your wild take, my friend? Well, I'm going to attribute it to the Minnesota wild. And uh, I mean, I don't know if this is too much of a stretch, but I think uh, <laughs> with, with Marco Rossi, if he makes the team this year, they're going to be better than they were last year. Like they're, a, they're a better team. If Marco Rossi's on it this year, uh, because he's, he's just so dynamic. Like, he, he does absolutely everything that you want and then people are going to see it and then they're just going to be like, holy fuck, no wonder why we didn't trade for Eichel because we would have had to lose this guy plus two first. So yeah, I think I think the Wilder are a better team uh, with Marco Rossi than they were last year without him. Marco Rossi rules. I love it. Uh, Zooch, do you want to go next? Or do you, yeah, uh, right, I'm, uh, I'm actually, because I'm, I'm kind of in the, not the same breath, but I'm going to keep it with the wild. I think Nico Sturm by midseason is in Damn an elevated it. role and he scores 20 goals for the wild next year. Holy shit. Okay. You took I, that in I, a very different direction, dude. I I'm really high on Nico Sturm. I love the kid's game. And I think if they give him the time and the opportunity to play with some of these top players, dude, it, I mean, look what he did in just a little bit of time last year on that fourth line with not as a, uh, not, not a Kirill Kaprizov, not a Kevin Fiala, not a Matthew Boldy, yeah. not a Zuccarello. I mean, dude, I re- I'm I'm high on Nico Sturm. I think he's going to be a player for this team in the future, and I think next year he breaks out. He's a 20-goal scorer next year on this team. Holy shit. I love it. I would love to see nothing more. Uh, when I, I'm not going to lie. When you started saying Nico Sturm, I got disappointed because I thought you were going to take mine. Uh, you not only you didn't take mine, but you actually improved upon it. So I'm not going to mention Nico Sturm again. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say um, this wild team in the uh, the 21 slash 22 season is uh, not only going to have Kirill Kaprizov, Kevin Fiala, every other restricted uh, free agent, all of the other good stuff going on there. We're going to get all of that sorted out. We are going to have Goligoski. We're going to have the young guys step up. Everything's going to be really good. I'm going to predict that your Minnesota Wild are going to win the Central Division in the year 2021-2022, the year of our Lord. That's right. The year of our Lord. Colorado. Um, I don't think the division is super strong except for Colorado, and I think Colorado got worse, and I think the Wild stayed the same. And I think that we can beat them. So, yeah. Fuck you, Colorado. Fuck you, Joe Sackick. Fuck you, Nate McKinnon. Uh, fuck you, Kale McCarr. Fuck you, Jonathan Taze. Yeah. You, you are. 
<laughs> I know. I, I, I'm very aware. Yeah, because some fucking jackass is going to be like, oh, he's not on the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, no, he can go fuck himself too. Fuck you, Patrick Kane. <laughs> fuck you, Evander Kane. He's not even the same division. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody else can go fuck themselves. Let's fucking go. That's your uh, prediction. The uh, the Wild are going to be the uh, the tops of the Central Division in uh, uh, this time in April of 2022. And we'll lose to the Blues in the first round. Listen, you can fuck right off with that negativity. You're and not Jake wrong. Allen. Jake You're... Allen will be a mid-season addition to the Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen this fucking movie before, and We've you can seen fuck this right movie. off. They didn't win. They didn't win the division that year, but fuck this. Probably their best team in franchise God history to this point. Yeah, and you know what? You can fuck off entirely for even bringing that up. So I did, I, we have to drop it every podcast to bring our fans back into the game. <laughs> you gotta, we gotta really prove that, like, yeah. we've, we've been here since the beginning because we're also yeah. fucking miserable. Yeah, we're a bunch of miserable dicks. <laughs> My, my wild take was actually going to be a little segue into next week as we have a, a, a little bit of a combined episode, NBA, yeah. NHL talk going on. Absolutely. I was going to predict that the Wolves were going to win more than 20 games next year. So, Ooh, that's a, I mean, that's a tough prediction as well. Ooh, it's a spicy one. Yeah, very spicy. Well, as Zooch, as, uh, Zooch teased, next week we are going to have an NHL slash NBA crossover episode with 10,000 takes, Andrew Linkman. He is our uh, predominant Wolves writer. Lanceman. Lanceman, excuse me. Excuse the fuck out of me. Lanceman. <laughs> Fucking Lanceman. Lanceman. Andrew Lanceman. Lanceman. Yeah, it's kind of a hard last name to pronounce. Well, so here's the thing. It's L-A-N-C-M-A-N. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I have edited however many of his bro- – however – brogs. I have edited – an absurd number of his blogs and uh i have called him lankman to his face uh via the 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 group chat and nobody's ever questioned me on it until today so thank you zooch for correcting me hey we fuck up names enough on this podcast we have to get our owns right i cannot uh, wait boys so yeah so anyway definitely tune in next week because we're going to be talking about how uh ricky rubio is actually the yeah. perfect uh comparison for freddie goudreau uh and you're not going to want to <laughs> miss it because it's going to be fucking unbelievable shit it's going to be, it's just gonna terrific, be a wild show. terrific content and dare i say it wild there's gonna be some sure. wild takes going on left and right <laughs> So with all that being said, have a terrific night. Thank you for listening to the Wild Takes podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. We are so happy to have you join us for our bullshit. And we will see you next week. Love you. Bye.